beaten down Broncos. Is it the end of the year yet? <laughs> it is for us. Almost. Well, it is for you. Um, I have a new theme song, India. I never have the end. Like- Welcome to Pop of Color, baby. Yeah, we are forever <laughs> island girls, thanks to Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, next year's Spotify rap. 2022 that theme song will be our number one song for sure because it doesn't take long to play on a loop over and over again it's really easy to, to us, learn brings us such joy have you had an eventful week already Hmm. i had um two closings today I had to put out a closing fire not really a fire but just something that needed to be done cool. in order to close so I dealt with that for like forever today. So I've not eaten. Queen. I've not done anything. Minus. So her catering. dinner is the soundtrack to this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> munch, munch. Get it. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Mukbang audio version. India's version. Um, you won't get that joke because it's about Taylor Swift. I thought about but doing anyways. stuff like that, like different... Um, ASMRs because people like pop cans open and like ah this is so refreshing <laughs> I can't wow, these crab legs are amazing <clears throat> remember that little ginger girl who does it yes have you seen videos? she's scary and she makes a lot of money off of them too does she mm-hmm. who's paying I can't with our society this is why we're all gonna die like as in soon sooner rather than later and people pay for like feet pictures and stuff the true pandemic is the lack of taste in this (laughs) society (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck is wrong with people i've had enough guys i've i've had enough of the year today was my last day physically i'll be working remotely tomorrow so you know just tying up some loose ends listing some stuff out there but i definitely as quickly as possible to back to my home ruby is (laughs) going international yeah miss worldwide miss 305 (laughs) um she says with like this strand of hair out and like what used to be a side bun here i had a migraine i think it was just a combination of lack of sleep and anxiety but we have switched places today. She's in the bed today. I punched it up for you guys. I said, you know, we got to give them the content because I watched the shows. So it's kind of like we might as well talk about them. I've been in bed since 4.30 p.m. <laughs> I texted someone. I was like, do I just go to sleep? Or I said, <laughs> do I take a nap? I was like, do I take a nap or do I try to stay up till <clears throat> at least 7.30 to go to sleep? And they're like, we'll try to stay up till at least 7.30. So I was like, I might as well. We should do the show. And sure enough, I feel, like, a little bit better. I'm just tired. Like, I will not be partaking in any, like, to-do list today, which is not my thing. I mean, I went hard in 2021. Must take a break. I also have a bachelorette party, my first bachelorette party of the next year in a month. So, you know, I started collecting people's money. I made a lot of new Venmo friends yesterday and today. I was just like, we got to get this ball rolling. Like, Look at you. The planner. I'm the annoying I'm person because, like, they don't all know me. So, can you imagine when you read those emails and you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Hi guys." I also like what I do for a living is like 
coordinate logistics. So like I wrote an email that on a desktop screen didn't look that long, but then when I was showing somebody on my phone, I had to swipe it at least seven times. Like I wrote oh a lot. <laughs> I was like, Hey guys, send me your flight itineraries, your Venmo handles and yes or no to the following events. Um, and then I said how much things would cost. I told everybody what they're going to wear. And then I tried to make it like lighthearted at the end. And I was like, and here's a Spotify, here's a link to a collaborative Spotify playlist. And I wrote like, add whatever you think will be lit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a true I millennial. Add whatever you think like will be lit. And watch, watch people put stuff in there and you be like, okay, no, delete, delete, <laughs> delete. And then all of a sudden it's still just Ruby, like for each song edition. People are like, nah, hey, I put, I'm um... Gonna- I put that Pitbull song, dun, 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 go, go crazy. And you're like, oh, well, I don't know what happened to it. I think Spotify got rid of it. <laughs> oh, my God. The algorithm messed up. <laughs> no, we actually have to leave. The bride really likes Pitbull. So, like, there's going to be a bit of that. Um, I try to make it, like, not too esoteric. You know, I try to cater to the audience and all that. So, okay. I just, let me see. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. But I'm excited because we're going to Vegas. I love Vegas. So love. I haven't been in forever. I'm, I'm ready for my return. Cause what did I oh I had COVID the last time I went to Vegas and mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And so I surely need to make up for that. Cause I spent like an entire night in bed alone. Like just isolated from You gotta go hard. I put a little Selena's and I gave it like a lot of 2015. I don't know why it's such a 2015 playlist, but it's like a little Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, a couple of albums ago, Danny Lovato, you know, like we're keeping it top 40. We're keeping Paris it. Paris Hilton, stars align on it. Stars, the stars are blind. Wow. India fake fan. I am not. Now it is. <laughs> there's another, there's another song from her debut slash only album called nothing in this world. And if you hear it, you'd recognize it. Uh, you know, we're not playing here for copyright purposes, but it is like it actually is a quite a pump up song, and it's oh, like wow. very like had it been out earlier would have been in the legally on soundtrack because it's very that. Is Selena Gomez when you're ready to come and get it on it? No, that was like I feel like not it. I did hymns to myself. Have you heard that one? I'm not singing on this podcast today. Usually I'm happy <laughs> and will enthuse the group, but like. Not today. I have Motivation by Normani. I have 24 Karat Magic. I have Lizzo because, you know, hoes love Lizzo. They love being like, I love myself, soulmate, blah, 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 blah. So she's there. I put Juicy by Doja. Okay. I haven't given Jojo the credit she deserves. Because oh, like, I was deserves all the flowers. Like, because I was like, is she good? Because, like, all I knew is, like, say so and kiss me more. But then I was on this. I was looking for something else. And this, somebody made a playlist called Pop Off. <laughs> so I was like, add. And when I was looking at it, it's not really the, like, <laughs> I have to send it to you because it goes from, like, Doja Cat to, like, Olivia Rodrigo's ballads. <laughs> so it's, like, a it's a journey. And then it has, like, a lot of throwbacks. Like, I thought I made the playlist, quite honestly, because it's chaotic. So but, I don't think I've no. ever heard Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, my God. Who makes that song? My- Caught a vibe. No, that's um, that's Willow Smith. Oh, are you nuts? I am. Damn. You know, I listen to a lot of rap. (laughs) 
Well, also like remember, like for us, Willow Smith in college was I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> like, imagine all the stupid songs we listened to in college. Like, remember, I do think we went to college in a peak time though, because we had like peak Katy Perry, peak mm-hmm. Rihanna, Kesha had just come out, Gaga had just come out, Nikki had just come out. Like, when weren't we lit? There's a reason I don't remember three quarters of those four years. I know. There's a reason why we were drunk. It was like, na, 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 come on. Like, every night. Good times. Good times. Yeah. If I could go back and just, like, take a video of, like, all the years. Oh, that'd be horrendous. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we don't need the video footage. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, so I could play it in my brain, not for anybody else to see yeah just then i'd wake up every day like oh mistakes a little drowning in mistakes oh yeah i mean there's some songs i still can't listen to because i'm just like oh memory memory (laughs) oh i did put um, i put live your life by ti and rihanna because i feel like that was from those days got a little cardi b yeah so it's like just very like you know when you have a group of this one's going to be a group of like possibly 10 to 12 people like you got to do like a wide spread, a catch-all yeah like i can't be playing travis porter for them they're not gonna know what that is oh, they're shame. gonna be lost yeah so we got we got to keep it friendly that's a shame friendly they don't know who flavor. travis porter that's is. what i should read <clears throat> i should rename it friendly with flavor that's that's the name of the playlist and then obby my baby britney which if you don't have britney on your playlist all the time Brittany, who, who are you? Truly. When truly, I say truly. I've had, I believe the children are the future stuck in my head for like <laughs> months. Don would be like, shut up. That would just break out. And I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, you if are I succeed, at least I live what I believe. India, everybody escort the children out of the room. Escort anybody who has sensitivity. Because the greatest love of all inside of me. I was a little lit going to a concert a couple summers ago, and the Uber driver only had Whitney playing. When I tell you I was singing I'm Every Woman, but the thing is, is like I'm fake. Like I know the chorus to all the songs, but once the um versus start i start i'm just like ah, ma, ma, ma. I'm like that's great everyone's like so you don't know the song I'm like not exactly but i know enough oh, oh, and I how, spelled, so how sh- will i know if he really loves me but the best part about every woman is when she just keeps yelling chaka khan chaka khan Oh Whitney. oh Whitney we I'm done you. singing guys I'm sorry I might not be but we'll see <clears throat> that's the thing is I feel like when we do this like I get in a better mood like that's why it's probably better to do it early because whenever we did last week I was like amped up for like an extra hour and I was like go to sleep you have a job tomorrow and we know I have early jobs so oh yeah can't be <sighs> can't be going around with all the endorphins Uh, speaking of i went out on sunday 
I was like, all on right. On Sunday? Yeah, Sunday fun day. I used to do that all the time Ooh. as a youngster. But, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go to dinner with my friends and I'll be home. And John's like, yeah, okay. You haven't seen this group of friends in a long time. We'll see. Needless to say, I didn't get home until 4.30 in the morning. <gasps> oh, I mean, you're stronger than I am. Well, no, no, no. I lie. I, I got home at like sure. 4 and went to sleep by like 4.30. Oh, wow. That was so different. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that makes it so much better. <laughs> and I didn't get drunk and I woke up at nine and like got my ass to work, like started working. I didn't stop. <clears throat> so See, I'm an infant and I need about nine to 10 hours of sleep. I don't know how I have survived. I really don't. Because so, I worked until I a good solid eight. No, okay, maybe like seven thirty. Again, what's the difference? Um, I worked until like seven thirty. <laughs> You're in the proper range because like six to eight is the normal mm-hmm. is a normal average. Like everybody has different needs too. Like as long as, FYI, people, because I'm here to dispel myths. It doesn't matter the amount if it feels like it works for you. What's more important is the routine. So like exactly. your body needs to get used to like a circadian rhythm to a cycle. So like if you sleep six and a half hours but you do it always the same day and time or the same time every day I should say then you're going to be healthier than someone who might sleep more hours but it's always like irregular oh you're teaching me okay cool well I fall asleep at night at least between 11 and 12 o'clock I fall asleep and then I Mm -hmm. wake up at about seven and I'm fine seven seven thirty in the morning that's I mean that's eight hours basically so you're fine yeah this like, morning was healthy. a little bit of a struggle, but, <clears throat> but yeah, it's more about keeping like the, like that's like any other health thing is like the consistency in the habit is like the more regular you are like timing meals with sleep, with all those things, it, your body isn't like in a stress that then it like has to react to like, and gets inflamed. So that's what's going on. Um, we are not medical professionals though. Consult yours if you have questions. Um, so we also do the show because we talk about TV shows. Should we do that? Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess we should do that. Let's do it. Um, Can we do Salty City? Because that's what I did first. Let's do Salty City. Oh, and I had John watch these with me. Oh, yeah. So we didn't know if I was going to make oh, it for a recording questions. before I left. So we were going to prep uh, Sir John to do some reactions. And I'm sure he was like, this is fucked up. Don't ever make me do this again. Um, well, I didn't even thoughts? ask him. I, ne- I never verbally asked him. I just had him. He he actually volunteered to watch them. And I said, is this a sign? <laughs> is this how I know we're getting married? He's like, you want to watch your shows together? and take your notes? And then he had all the questions. <clears throat> I look at him invested in your future. Just the best. Love, like, love. We love, we love should. on this show. I guess we should talk about these things. Um. All right, so let's go visit our little snowflakes first. Um, I was like half asleep when I started this, so the notes are sparse for the first half of the episode. I wrote, this is, this is what my notes say, Lil Whiskney, brown girl thing, Utah. <laughs> Please unpack those for me, India. Little Whiskney? Whiskney. I think it was Lisa Barlow saying that like Whitney was stirring shit up and called her like a whisk like a oh i definitely wrote down lisa and her hand motions and her like her attitude changed so fast i'm like that's so new york like you just go from like hi how are you no that's so sagittarius but i do that sagittarism 
I don't know, but I do that. Like, I have such a sweet voice, and then when you have me fucked up, I turn Philly real quick, and I get, like, my voice changes, and people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm scared of you. I'm like, sorry. I didn't want to have to do this. You made me do this. You turned me into the devil. I had to do a couple emails at work today, and it was giving that. It was like, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. We will now battle. Because I was just like, I'm leaving. We're not starting new things. Yeah. Like, when I'm on my way out. Like, if you can't cooperate with me, Someone was like, who I just talked to today's Tuesday. Someone I just talked to yesterday and was like, I can't give you a timeline till I'm back because there's just like all these institutional things going on. Emailed me today and was like, can you give us a timeline? No, bitch. I said it's next I year. Cannot, I cannot give you a timeline. See you in 2022. I, I literally like, I don't know how many people were on there, like almost 10 people on the email. And I just wrote back. No, we can't give you one until 2022. Like, like I've done? had enough. Are you dumb or are you dumb? Oh, we can't go into that conversation. I'll get fired. <laughs> but whoo, it's oh. an external person. not like a colleague. It's an external person. But yeah, so all I know is like there was something about a brown girl thing. And then they did the Whitney <coughs> scene with Justin. And I think this is when she was talking about her rebranding. And the first thing I wrote was not Chipotle, at least get Kava because she was giving oh, yeah. the children. And I think that's when she like sent the little weirdos away. I was like, dad and I have to talk. And that's when she said that like she spent all their savings to rebrand her beauty. Oh, wait, thing. you skipped a lot. That's what I'm saying. I was a little out of it. Okay. Well, I will lead this. I'm sorry. This is um, all before. <clears throat> okay. And then I have Mary Closet. The more things I have, the bigger my heart is. And then once they got to the horses, is when I started paying attention. So. Give us the first half and maybe it'll jog my memory. Okay, great. So um, we have <laughs> You're Lisa. You're like, okay, we're completely over. And <laughs> I didn't really take like, minutes. like I normally take like very thorough notes, but then I'm like, okay, well, Ruby is the narrator. I'm just giving the extra comments. Yeah, I really fucked up today. Well, it's okay. Luckily, <laughs> I, I came prepared. Oh, about prepared. So. Maybe the universe was calling. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, like, Ruby did not have it together. Um, Go ahead. What am I saying? Okay, so we have like Lisa talking to her husband, and she's just saying like she will talk to Jen basically when she's ready. Then we cut to Jen calling Heather for lunch, um, and then we have the lunch, which yeah. is interesting because like what the fuck? Like the story doesn't make sense. First of all, she says she got a call from Sharif's number. From Sharif's number, it wasn't Sharif. Then on her way home or to the hospital or wherever she was going. A minivan and a black SUV pulled her over and said, hey, we need to speak with you. You're under arrest. She thought she was being kidnapped because she's like a minivan and black SUV. And I'm like, girl, goodbye. Um, so then she says, <laughs> listen, that, I would. Too. I would, too. I, I probably would, would too. But well, you have a full camera crew. But they can't go with her in the van. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, mm. so then she says that she. Got into the white van. Um, they took her to a war, not a warehouse, but they took her to somewhere where there was a break not room. Not a warehouse. It wasn't. She didn't say a warehouse, but it was some type of building. And she said mm-hmm. that they took her into a break room and handcuffed her, like handcuffed one of her arms to the chair, and basically asked her a lot of questions. But she said that she didn't think she needed an attorney because she didn't think she did anything wrong. So she's like, yeah, I didn't think I, I needed an attorney I, because like, as you're saying this, I remember all of this. I just like, I guess since it wasn't too much new information, it felt like that's why. I mean, but like the break room thing, I'm like, did this actually happen? 
I watch a lot of Chicago PD, so maybe that's why it doesn't feel new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of procedural work, so <laughs> to me, the break room with the one handcuff sounds just Oh, like... yeah, that sounds familiar for okay. sure. Um, then she's, like, crying because she's, like, they held Omar at gunpoint and barged into the house. And then you see footage because Bravo, I... those shady producers, got the ring light footage. Ring footage. Yeah. And there was no gun being held to Omar's head. Um, so I was like screaming. For like a little child. It's still a lot because they have AKs and they're barging into a house. Cause it, so it's like, what the fuck is going on? So she was crying about it. And she was like, they handcuffed them. And it's like, the ring light shows that they didn't. So I feel like she was exaggerating for TV, you know, trying to get like a little bit of sympathy. But it's still scary. <laughs> like, it's so scary to think about black men in a house with AKs. Anything could have happened. Um, Do you which mean is AK very true. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I'm just like looking for a bunch of AKs. Oh. Like, Giselle <laughs> and Wendy running into. <laughs> into no, the, AKs, not the AKAs. AKs. <laughs> AKs, like with a S, not AKAs. Oh, my bad. I didn't know that was the short. <laughs> like, I'm just not up on the lingo about. Oh. Why is the air trying to ruin my life? Give me a moment. It literally ruins my life every every episode. Um, you almost yeah. timed it perfectly with my Jeopardy intermission. <laughs> The nude interlude. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the nude weird. interlude. Okay, oh, so wait. then... Um, yeah. So what am I saying? Oh, then okay, Jen, so Jen Heather. Heather. Yeah, she had Heather. with Heather. But, I, like, do you think that she was exaggerating? Like, do you think that she was exaggerating to just, like, make it make the audience, I mean, like, be more sympathetic towards her? I mean, it's still scary. I, there's but, a difference between her embellishing that story and, like, Erica Jane being, like... And then the car flipped 12 times and it was yeah. snowing. In like, she was lying and telling crazy fucking stories to cover up something. So we don't think that I she's, think she's just, just... I think Jen is just dramatic, like, as any Real Housewife is. Like, I think she probably embellished, but, like, again, the she wasn't wrong. There were weapons and they were right. towards her. Mind. Like, those things did happen. And, like, anybody in those situations, if she didn't think that she, like... If she truly didn't think she did anything wrong, obviously that would be a scary right. thing to have. So that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I'm sure it just sounds wild because like they show us the footage and it's like to us sitting at home, it's like, oh, it's not that bad, you know, but it's different from like, again, the Erica Jane of it all where that was like lies upon yeah. lies. I just like creating diversions. Right. Okay. I completely get that. And I mean, it's still scary. Like, again, being a black person a black man like and worrying about your black children and and her nephew too, like, <clears throat> like yeah yeah so that is still and scary but she definitely exaggerated the handcuffs and the gun them being held at gunpoint like i'm like okay girl like there were guns yes well, people they barged into the house or they knocked on the door it. remember people don't receive like a proper education anymore they learn everything through tiktok so it's just like people don't know the importance of using their words right like I got into an argument with somebody at one of my last jobs because they tried to tell me that monotony and autonomy were the same words. 
And I was like, no, they just phonetically sound the same, but they don't mean the same thing at all. And she was like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, clearly it fucking does. Or they would be the same word. Exactly. Or else they would be synonyms. Yes. Or else we would just have one word for that that would sound so similar. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. So I, was, <clears throat> so I think she was just using the wrong turn of phrase too. And she said, hell at that point. Like, that's like when you are being kidnapped. And like, that's yeah. not what was happening. But she was so, just yeah. like really um, sad. It was sad. And then she's or Heather's asking about Stu Chains. And she said that when Stu Chains showed up to the same, like, you know, like the same the warehouse, Let's just warehouse, call it warehouse. Yeah, wherever it was, that he like said, like, he like she said that he apologized. So I'm like, what? And then she's like basically saying that she's not involved in his business. And I'm like, he was your assistant, girl. What do you mean you're not involved in any of his business? And of course, those shady Bravo producers just take it to a scene of was like- Was it the one where she was shoving the sandwich in his mouth? Yes. <laughs> so creepy. Their relationship like, is so weird to me. Yeah, and Heather's like, well, wait. So it's confusing to me that you're trying to distance yourself from him because that's like your right-hand man. What? So I'm like, is he going to go down for her? Do you think Stu Chains is going to take the... I think he pled guilty already. Yeah, he did. Because he wanted to get a plea... He he wanted a plea bargain. So I have like a really messed up choice here. (laughs) Where remember last week when I was like, oh, she knew. And Mm. you were like, wait, but you said she didn't know. I went back again this week. And I'm like... (laughs) because it's just like of course my only thing is so many people especially in atlanta live fake lives like there's nothing wrong with leasing a car absolutely nothing wrong i'm thinking about leasing another car or you know leasing a a lot of people when you look at the finances of how much things cost and it's like wait and the price of a car depreciates in value like as soon as you take it off the lot it depreciates in value so sometimes it's better to lease Especially if it's her business and you can get tax write-offs, like sometimes it's better. And you don't, you know, like I, there are just like a lot of rich people who lease houses. Like they buy, like they flip and they buy properties. Like Grant Cardone, he's a big person that leases the house he like lives in, but he buys properties and commercial properties and like he invests his money that way. So you know, I just think that yes, Jen probably like over spent and like probably has sugar daddies i don't know what she does probably it does some shady shit but i think there's a possibility that she could not have known what was going on with this particular business um but i don't know you know i'm i'm kind of like in the middle now i'm on the fence just because of stew chains i need guilty. to know more like i just can't decide yet and she's basically like i don't know what he's what he's all involved in like he's my assistant like yeah we're close but like you can be close with someone and not know everything that they're, they're oh going yeah through. so i mean people do that when they're married they don't know uh, what somebody uh, that erica jane well no i was like wait not her <laughs> she knew <laughs> well um but our girl sutton I mean. whose oh, husband owned a minor league baseball team and never told her um Rich people are wild. I can't. Or Teresa, who would just sign documents trusting her husband and then went to jail. Like, you know, things happen. Um, yeah, didn't Erica learn from that? Baby, you're going to jail. But, arrested. Yeah, that part. She arrested. <laughs> well, I was like, Jay rest- Jane rested. <laughs> I was like trying to think of like a juror arrested. It's expensive <laughs> to be in jail. 
That's what she said. It was expensive to be me. (laughs) Oh my god. Zero 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 done. Um. Okay. So she did the thing with Heather. So basically, Heather was like still questioning her, but is trying to support her. Yeah, and then of course, then Heather goes snitching on everyone and telling Jen about Lisa calling all the lawyers and that Lisa wants to distance herself from her. And then telling her that Meredith is over her. Um, I'm just like, look at Heather. Just, Ooh. I mean, the loyalty, obviously. But mm-hmm. so Jen is pissed. Like, I would expect more from Lisa, like, than anyone else oh. because we're actually friends. Um, do you remember where we are now? Oh, yeah, because we're at Whitney's part now. Oh, this Wild Rose disaster. I mean, again, I just wrote the one bullet point. I was just, like, not into the episode two for the most part, I think. Like, it just felt like a lot of filler. And so, to me, because, like, we're just recounting things we already know. And then Whitney's business is the big storyline of the episode. Definitely snooze fest. Oh, John was like, what the fuck? Like, he was bugging out for the husband. He's like, I would be so pissed at you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is not a good sign for their marriage. No, you're spending hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars on Wild Rose, on, like, the name change and all of that. Like, it doesn't... Like, she said she is bad with money. Clearly. Like, what the fuck? Like, she doesn't even know how much she spent. Like, she's going to go to jail next, for sure. Yeah, and then she applied for a $1 million line of credit. And she's like, well, if I don't get it, then we need a 250 k deposit that you will have to co-sign. And mm-hmm. Justin's just looking at her like, we're in trouble. Like, if we had an emergency right he was now. Probably like, he was probably like, I did not marry you for this financial burden like i married you because you dance like a stripper yeah i married you for your young vagina and because you were at home having giving me sex and cooking and cleaning you were a housewife a true housewife like he did not he did not sign up for financing whitney long rose at all no at all and that's just like ridiculous john was so pissed like for for justin she's like he's like what the fuck like i no that's not it, okay. It was like I'm just so sick of watching these shows when it's like all these like women quote like starting these businesses and not knowing what they're doing with it because whether or not that's true that's like a terrible like people get inspired by these women which is like a whole other conversation but people yeah. these women aspirational and they're like yeah maybe I should go start a business with zero money and like zero business acumen and just see what happens and then they end up on the fucking street. Because they're not housewives of Bravo. You know what I mean? Well, I'm hoping that she gets it together. I'm looking now at Wild Rose Beauty. I hope she just breaks even because I doubt that her product is any good. I know. I'm looking now. I'm like, and it's one of those, what's that company? Those companies that, um, the pyramid schemes? Oh, MLMs. Multi-level marketing schemes. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. Because she's a shady... Brady, because like that's what everybody said when they were like, "Why does Whitney know so much about Jen's shenanigans?" They're like, "She probably does that shit too, or tries to do that shit for her work." So here we are, allegedly. Um, but yeah, all I could focus on—I didn't even care about her fucking product line. All I could focus on was like, at least give the kids kava, Chipotle. Like the Kardashians haven't done that since season one. Come on now, no Chipotle bowls. Oh, that sounds good to me. Um, Are you okay? I'm just confused. You're having a little stroke. Well, I'm looking at her website, right? Okay, so 
The <clears throat> the lip balm is sold out. The lip balm is five dollars. Um, <laughs> bitch, she's got a wild rose. This isn't scared to handle. This rose isn't scared to handle a little prick from Real Housewives. Um, t-shirt that she's selling for twenty five. She's got a water bottle for twenty. Um, then but this is what has me confused because it says Wild Rose Beauty, the skin gem, but there is already a skin gem. Like there is a company called Skin Gem that you can get facials at that I actually need to go. So I'm oh, like, yeah. why yeah. is she, why is she taking that name? And it's like, oh, it's a place for anyone who's interested in skincare to share their favorite products and beauty hacks. But why is it called Skin Gem? That doesn't make sense. Um, let's see how much her other products are. Oh, God, the website has a quote of the month. And this one says, amazing things happen when women help other women. Oh, God. Spare me. The cleanser. <laughs> like, everything is like, ooh, the Do you see why I didn't hydration serum is 49 Yeah, these prices are not it. I mean, I pay, like, you know, 29 like, in the 20s for, like, my cleanser and, like, my moisturizers and stuff. But the hyaluronic acid, I wonder how good it but is. If I'm going to be doing products and paying that, like, give me Clinique. Give me The Ordinary. Give me La Roche-Posay. Like, give me things that have credibility behind them. I just don't think she did a great rollout because, I mean, everything, nothing is sold out. Like, the way, <clears throat> at least from what I know about marketing, is you do a lot of like pre-orders and stuff like or have only a certain amount online that can be sold and then have it sold out so that you have you cause like a, a demand yeah, yeah like you make it seem like it's hard to get like she's not oh. she truly probably has like hundreds of thousands of boxes of those fucking serums in her garage oh man a mess well not my issue That's i was gonna awful. say not our surface. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my gosh, yes. I must taste so yummy stickers for $3. I'm sorry, what? She has what? They say, I must taste so yummy stickers. No, and they're no, $3. No. no. What? Not even that is sold out. No one wants a yummy sticker. Um, Nobody wants to put that on anything. The only thing people want is the lip balm that's $5 because that's the only thing that's sold out. Oh, the, never mind. The I must taste so yummy stickers are sold out, but they're again three dollars. So her least expensive products are sold out. Well, every it sounds like anything single digit is sold out. Mm hmm. Well, there you go. Best wishes. That's awful. Um, and then Mary was doing something like she was cleaning out her closet. Is that what was happening? Yeah, oh my god this closet literally looks like a hoarder oh my god was it not good no it wasn't good at all like she like her closet okay so her bedroom is like partially her closet like she has clothes everywhere i just saw like trash um <gasps> water a bunch of water bottles like she Ew, has like I... stuff on both sides of like I'm just a little bit neater like she just has both side stuff on both sides of like the side tables like you know like near her end tables like also where her bed, bed is great is... so it's supposed to be like minimal and clean and organized so like that your energy is restored yeah and then her closet Water was closet even worse she's a fucking hostage like who's no wonder no, she's, she's a hoarder bacon. she's a hoarder her her closet was awful the poor lady who came to like 
um figure out how to organize like the or the organizer people came oh, yeah. and she's like okay we've got a yeah because you can't even see anything like you don't even know what you have Mm-mm. like is there anything you could get rid of and she's like oh i guess i could put it in boxes like what bitch if you no. don't get rid of it like that's like i like trust i love clothes uh-oh the police is coming for somebody i don't know if you can hear that i can <laughs> city life coming for whitney i'm just kidding so i'm such a carrie bradshaw jk um what's her name mary's just like i love clothes like i love you but there's a point where it's like okay but this isn't reasonable not at like, all you you should not have more clothes than days of the year like that does not make sense at all like can all of these people just get some taste and have a capsule wardrobe that's all you need to do i just don't like and that's the thing like some some things mary puts on i'm like okay that's cute but most things i'm like no what also what? i'm one of those people with like climate change anxiety so like every time i see all this mass production stuff it just i'm like cool more oxygen being taken away from me yeah i, I just cannot yeah um, that's um, kind of bleak make all right so then we get to lisa and meredith are riding some horses so that they can continue being friends this is correct right and then they do their sit down yeah so i've got yeah the horseback like, riding I, that i was not interested I think, in i think i'm locked in now so yeah no i did not say anything about them riding the horses but it was just like them yet again talking out like because meredith is weirdly supportive of well i guess it's not that weird meredith is supportive of heather and whitney because they are calling out jen and meredith like we know has this heart on for jen and Lisa is like playing both sides where she is wants to be both friends with Jen and Meredith and she hates Whitney and Heather so much that like Jen is trying to or not Jen who is it like Lisa is trying to understand why Meredith could support them yeah and the most surprising thing that Meredith has said all season to me was that she admitted in her confessional that like everyone has to take accountability and just like bad weather and lisa each have to take their half like neither one of them solely caused it she was like and the same is for me and jen like it wasn't all jen like i had a role in it too because it's so rare that like you will see someone who's like on a rampage ever like express their half of it mm-hmm. uh, so for once i liked meredith and then i wrote two sagittarians fighting because they're having two conversations at once like, they kept just yelling whatever their arguments were at each other. And sometimes they were talking at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are really getting somewhere here. Yeah, like, no, nowhere. And that's when Lisa went, do I think they're counting Lisa Barlow's in their head when they go to sleep at night? Yes. One Lisa Barlow, two Lisa Barlow. I lost it. Like, I'm going to say that to people now. I'm like, are you counting rubies in your head when you go to sleep? One ruby, two ruby, three ruby. I'm like, she thinks of these things, but like, she still hits. Like, it still is like, it still sounds good. You know, some people, it just sounds like, okay. I mean, she definitely, yeah, like wants to make everything like a marketing thing, but it's still great. Mm -hmm. And then I was like thinking like, how would you feel about like your, so like they've been friends for years before this show and Meredith is like kind of defending Whitney and Heather, who she only really met a year ago. Like, would you be just as pissed as Lisa if like your like friend of several years was like, oh, well, I see their side or I see their point of view or like try to like defend them to you if you've decided like they're your arch nemesis. Well, no, but you know, I think that Meredith 
is a little bit like she's not. So I would preference it by saying like, hey, look, I love you. You know, you're my bitch. Like, I love the fuck out of you. But I like I see the other perspective, too. And I'm not saying that I don't see yours. But like if you put your feet in their shoes, like mm-hmm. and I would just kind of help them to see it. But also let them know. But you but, you know, my loyalty lies with you. Like, but I just encourage you to like see a different side of things. I always try to like. Um, I'm such like a devil's advocate and I try to like help people see the best in others. So like when they're like, when someone gets defensive, I'm like, how dare they do this to me? I try to think of like, what is a possible reason someone could do this to like support that person? And I'll be like, yeah. well, do you think that they meant to do this instead? Or like, do you think they tried blah, blah, blah? And then people will be like, no, fuck that up. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Why am I a tragedy every day, even though I try not to be? India, way to ruin my moment of depth. Thank you so much. <laughs> I guess it will be. No, keep cool. going. You're, you're de- next year. Your depth moment was great. When I was talking about like what a good person I am and you're just like, boom, smack a mic. <laughs> like, thank you so much. Moment gone. Won't ever do that again. <laughs> no, continue. She's being Lisa right now and I'm not Meredith, but. The moment is over. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I can't focus. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's just that I lost my point. So <laughs> we're moving on. I don't want to regain it. Oh, and man. Then, like, fucking filler scene of like Jenny and Queen Carlin, her daughter, going to do a, a Vietnamese taste test because what they're doing now with every like cultural housewife is like doing the welcome to my culture party, which is cool. Like I obviously support. Obviously, if I was on um housewives or wherever the fuck i would be like hey we're doing puerto rican i basically do that already i'm always like i'm gonna make puerto rican food come over and i'm like i had people over on sunday and i was playing my christmas playlist and i was like just so you know you're gonna hear christmas in english and then you're gonna hear christmas in spanish and the spanish ones are gonna be lit so don't get scared like (laughs) because like it'll go from like walking in a winter wonderland to like Da, 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 that that like it is going off and so it's like sorry guys like i'm not i haven't like customized the order of the songs to like transition into moods like i hit shuffle and whatever happens happens it that's was the, just the play. vibes hit shuffle shuffle is the vibes okay i'm a good shuffler shuffle is my permanent vibe forever but yeah so i would definitely do that but i was also like snooze we get it like tell us what fa is like show me a summer roll awesome i mean i fuck with it but as a scene for television i was a little tired because like they're really trying to push this kid on us like i liked her yeah. at first and i've had enough oh i think we, she's so we cute see her. oh she's super cute but, like, i just thought about the yeah. point of like and i was telling john this because he was like is it i thought it was fa but they're saying foot like he said i thought it was fa they're but they're saying fa like they were yeah, like, yeah, fa. like they're in their accent like they're saying it properly not in yeah their, i, we, I thought it was fa but I think that's us because. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's just do like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we're making it whatever. It's like when someone is like saying a name in Spanish and they're like Perez. Like that's not how you say it Or Despacito. It's- like that little girl that was like. So how do you say Despacito in Spanish? And Despacito. And then how do white people say it? Despacito. <laughs> exactly. Like I'll always like. I'll always facetiously be like. Hola people. Como estas? And they're like. Oh, is that? I- no, that's not the fuck how. I speak Spanish. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing dumbing it, so it down you, for you. Yeah. 
which should not be happening. So they're actually saying it correctly. And like, they're saying it in like their inflections and stuff versus like, we're like, hey, can I get some pho? <laughs> At least we say pho and not pho. Oh, the tragedy. True. The horror. But I like her. Rico, in Puerto Rico, if you say pho, that means like, ew, something smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to be doing that in these streets. <laughs> I am. I just appreciate Wait, that. I know I just appreciate that her kids are just so well behaved and like so well mannered and so well, cute. You know she fucked up if they weren't. You said what? She looks like the type of mom. Yeah, I mean she does look I like a dragon mom. She looks like a tiger mom. mom would fuck them up. Yeah. She will. Well, whatever. Mom. Like she, she looks like she'll grow. Like my mom is like that. She would just be looking at me and be like, "Okay, no more, yeah. no more nonsense today." Like, my grandma, like, my American grandma, she does that all, she reminds me all the time. She's like, my kids, like, the one thing I'm proud of is that they were so good. And I kind of looked at her confused. <laughs> and she's like, well, they're so good when we were out. And like, oh, right. Because I was like, don't you tell me stories every week about how they used to break everything in your house? Like, you couldn't have anything nice. We had three boys. So, do the math. Yikes. Um... But but they were always well behaved in public. They knew that they would. They knew that trouble if not. So yeah. <sighs> Shout out to Judy. It's just like Little she's go. been through so much. Um, like, yeah. Yeah, she's just been through so much. Like to even have kids that I'm just like, it's so great that they're well behaved because if I mm-hmm. do all of that to have kids and then I have some badass kids, take them back. Take them away from me. Oh yeah, I'd send them away. I'd be like, do you know what I dealt with to push you out of this vagina? Like, and you're gonna go do that? Oh my you know God, how like how much long it took, or how like much it took to get you to full term, and you want to act a fool? Get out. Go to the orphanage. We didn't now. do this. No fools here. To no. send you back to the hospital. You've got to go. Oh my God. I also like. Little Carlin was doing a little too much comedy work, I think, during the taste test, and that oh, yeah. owner was getting mad because that mm-hmm. she was like, "How old are you?" I was like, "She's, she's not like, here uh... for it anymore." She was like, "Cause she also wasn't saying anything that deep. Like, she needed to calm down the little baby." Yeah, she's just like, "Hmm." She was really trying to audition for kids to say the darndest things. So I was like, "Steve Harvey's not hosting that anymore. Move on, next." Adorable. <laughs> I just love well-behaved kids. Like, Steve just... Harvey hosts everything for the rest of the time. Oh, yeah. He does host everything. I used to watch the Steve Harvey, like, his um, talk show because it had, like, a dating part, and I used to look at it for dating. <laughs> Say that the out loud. Sounds horrible. <laughs> this was Usher's unreleased song, Confessions Part 3, is India watching Steve Harvey for dating tips. Oh Awful. my god. I was going through a crisis. I'm I think. concerned. <laughs> I must have been going a through crisis a crisis. Of- I said, look at, okay, let me not put myself out there that far. Oh god. Also, like, are you hearing me okay? This is completely random, but like, is the sound coming back, like the timing coming okay? Yeah, you were breaking up for a second, but it's fine now. Okay, let me know if it's a continued issue, because I'm recording from my boudoir, but the signal is weaker here. So I was just like, there were sometimes our responses weren't like matching up. So I was like, uh oh, do I have to 
get vertical. I know you're fine. Maybe a second. But yeah, I think we're bad. Okay, so you had your crisis of faith, and we're looking to Steve the Mustache Harvey for guidance on the I was D. looking everywhere because I read his book, Think Like a Man, Act Like a Woman. I was like literally woman, about like to say. And then I read this other book, like, Why Men Marry Bitches. And... Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That is a fine I'm kidding, that, I'm kidding. That's not going to give me love advice. I'm kidding, but I'm still like, you know, like when a man writes stuff like that, they're like, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I'll take care of you. And you're like, all right. Yeah. Like, all right. I there. need to go back to reality. Please leave me. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you read Think Like a Man and you read Why Why Men Marry Bitches. And then I read another one about like body language between men and women. I don't know. I was crazy um, and going through a crisis. <laughs> When really I just needed to chill she the says fuck she out. She smiles delicately. Really, I just needed She's to like, chill the fuck I'm out. Know my worth and India, just. Have India hosts. was Ava Max's inspiration for Sweet but Psycho. Yeah, just a few years early. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Men do like the crazies, though. They do. So, and the book wasn't about being crazy, like why men marry bitches. It was about like how more so like confident women, like why men love confident women and not women that just like let them run all over them and i was like oh okay this is what this is what i gotta do i think we ran out of them though but yeah here we are like now men just like wouldn't be ass bitches but that's another tale for another time men do like crazy too i'll tell you that much yeah miss me with that sorry yeah like go go marry one of my family members if you want crazy i got plenty one time I said something crazy to John and he was like, okay, you can do that, but I, you will never talk to me again. And I was like, okay. all right, John, he, he said boundaries. <laughs> and I have um, a since then like, okay. <laughs> straighten up, straighten out. <laughs> oh, Wait. Okay. So I love how we went from Carlin and the fall to this, um, so then we went to um, Jen and Coach. And this is where it always fucks me up. It's like, I love them. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't want their bond to be broken. Like, no. I want the Shaw family to stay together. Coach Shaw seems like the sweetest man alive. And she seems really sweet when she's with him. Like, they just yeah. seem like that aren't 90s R&B kind of love, you know? Yeah. And he said like, his faith will not falter. And he will not leave her. I'm like, are, we in, a, like, are we in Romeo and Juliet? My faith will I not falter, so. and I will not leave you. Yeah, like he was reading some Shakespeare. He really was, and I like um, seeing them do like their prayers and stuff. Like I love to see like them represented also as like mm-hmm. people of Islamic like, faith because mm-hmm. we don't get that outside of like very stereotypical things. So I really just love it being normalized. It's like, yeah, we're Muslim and we eat Popeyes. Like it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Also, like the Popeyes product placement. Popeyes is not my favorite fried chicken, so like my stomach turned a little when I saw it. But I know they don't have Bojangles in Utah, so I, oh, Bojangles is so bomb. You know, I also like Church's chicken. Um, <gasps> Church's it, chicken they have in Puerto Rico. That's like where we used to go. Oh, so good those honey biscuits, and they have really good chicken tenders. Um, but Popeyes now has macaroni and cheese, and so I'm tempted to try that. Um, well, do you like their mashed potatoes? I think I've told you that my biggest flaw is I don't like mac and cheese. Oh, 
I've tried every kind like and I've tried good recipes like people I know who make it I just like there's just something that's not it for me I don't know what it is gosh I I know mac and cheese it's not something I advertised freely until this episode but oh my gosh I mean I get it the people will know yeah because people get really offended when I say it I'm like I've got other comfort foods sorry y'all um anywho I loved like I wrote I love seeing their love displayed so it made me sad um I was like trying to think of other little what is that called like um like our little catchphrases the way we're like shop brainwashed and I was like <laughs> um when Heather and uh Jen were talking about Lisa I was like Lisa is bar shady bar shady yeah <laughs> I was like well, her name doesn't work the same way as Jen's does to do these little puns <laughs> but uh yeah it does make Lisa look really bad actually but I still enjoy Lisa for her character um and I wrote I'm back to hoping she's innocent (laughs) but it seems like when she was crying with him it seems like it wasn't even about like the cast that she's angry about it sounds like she's really mad at his family who they've seemingly supported financially for turning it but she was like But she was like, they're like, Jen, people, there are more people that care about you than you think. A, you don't have a phone, which is a good point. Like, she didn't have her same phone. I guess mm-hmm. the feds have it. And he's like, girl, like, there are more people that care about you than you think. Like, don't think that people haven't reached out to me to make sure that you're okay. I think, because I think to a certain extent, you just have to let people breathe, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think I would be so quick to text someone i think that i would just like let them have a breather because it's none of my business are you national news for fraud praying for you yeah it's just like okay like you know you're in my prayers like praying protection over you and your family and like leave it at that Mm -hmm. but like not everyone you know and some people just don't want to be involved at all like they're like oh feds and they run in the other direction but see that but that's what she's upset about yeah that she is saying that there's and that's like what's really fucked up is like you think like you cannot buy people's love because like you could spend mm-hmm. everything on someone and if they are not loyal like they will do that like mm-hmm. they're like oh the money's done i didn't say i was here for you i just said i needed something from you so as jay people's family what did he say when the money goes will the honey say and all of jen's honey said nope yeah they and all the left brand, the it's queen bee is without her throne yeah it's very common so, if someone goes down they're like all right well i'm not supporting you oh yeah i was like not surprised at all but i did feel really bad because that must feel incredibly yeah hurtful let's get to our next jailbird or future jailbird oh wild oh. rose <laughs> oh not the crystal ball well i'm um, also looking i looked up wild rose beauty and there is already a wild rose beauty um it's a well, I think it's she's a Whitney collection. Rose. It's a collection. No, it's Wild Rose. Her her thing is called Wild Rose Beauty, and Neil Yard's Remedies already has a collection called Wild Rose Beauty. So I well, wonder if it's trademarked. Have, there's other people who have worse pop of color podcasts. But I'm like, remember when? <laughs> but remember when? Um, what's her name? off of New Jersey got sued by that whale company by vineyards for like using a whale for like millions of dollars. Yeah. Vineyard vine. She got sued by them for using, um, like a whale that was even just like relayed in relation to. 
I really don't remember that. But that's because I don't keep up with Jersey. You would think that, like, maybe Whitney will look up, like, ooh, like. Do you think that? One of her friends was at the insurrection last year. Like, she's not really with the brain trust, you know? Oh, no, she's not. She spent 20 grand on a photo shoot. That was wild and the dumbest thing I've heard. And also when she was like, we use brand ambassadors to be the models. I was like, wow, groundbreaking. I've never heard that idea before. Yeah. Like, tell me more, sensei. Good idea still. You know, follow the blueprint, however. Yeah, but like like, the way she says stuff as if she made it up. She's getting Christopher Columbus. Like, you weren't the first, honey. Not at all. But it always sounds like it's a new discovery when she says it. And then Jenny said the event sucked. No product. <laughs> the way she read her asshole and was like, um, I see all of your old product and you're trying to tell us about your new product. And I don't see it anywhere. I was just like, oh, I can't. And then I also Heather's assessment was also hella shady because she was like, yeah, I'm so proud of her. Like, this is such an oversaturated market with so much many, so many more bigger companies. But you know, luckily she has that face. I'm like, her face isn't that good, y'all. Like, calm mm-hmm. down. She does not stand out. Like, she's an Audrey Hepburn, everybody. Like, everybody step away. There's 8 billion people in the world. Like, she's not standing out in one in 8 billion. You know, not wishing and then bad when she was on like, her, but... No, of course, never. We would never wish ill on people. We're just opining. There's a difference. Just, um, just making a, a, just being judgmental. It's just constructive <laughs> criticism. Exactly. You know, like we're just trying to make her better. Um, I also couldn't when she was like, "Everybody, give my team a big woot for blah." blah. I was like, "Don't say woot in 2021." Like, that's like something you would write in a MySpace comment with like yeah. the smiley face with the uh with the bracket mouth instead of the parentheses mouth you'd be like woot <laughs> would be like your myspace handle i can't um also i love like um what a flop angie was because like they kind of mentioned her and they had to first last name mention her when they said something about like oh i found like i talked to cameron from angie harrington and i was like whoa blast from the past but was i know I didn't like her, so I'm glad she didn't thrive because she was she was trying way too hard. And she was trying to take she down She was giving Lisa. Dana Pan from Beverly Hills. Yeah. And trying so she'll to she'll be on a few Hulu documentaries in the future, I'm sure, too. Oh, for sure. And then um, Heather's, like, bit with drinking from the champagne bottle the whole time. I'm like, we're still in a pandemic. That's disgusting. Because she was drinking from the bottle and then pouring more for other people. I was like, no! I was like, this is a public health concern numero uno heather you are a menace to society disgusting and then the only thing that whitney has ever said right in her life was that mary expects her friends to act like her congregation members like and uh-huh. just follow and i was like wow whitney i agree with you so but her talking to cameron for three hours she's like i went to the source and i feel like in this moment i feel like her and lisa are now going to be on the same page at least from well, the that's previous why lisa wanted her in the first place like lisa wanted whitney to be the one to go to the foster thing because yeah. whitney was mary's closest friend out of that group so she wanted somebody who was already mary's friend to see the truth and like side with it so it wouldn't look like a setup because if right. she invited Jen, who was mary's enemy back then then that would have happened but i'm excited for next week they're gonna have a controversial meal at a peace garden 
Also, when Mer- Meredith was like, I already made it clear, like, if Jen's invited, don't invite me. I was like, bitch, you're on a TV show together. Shut up. Like, that argument is tired. Do you think Mary's going to make it next season? Mary or Meredith? Mary, do you think she's going to bow out gracefully? Mary. Oh, no, I think she'll go down swinging. I think we're going to see, like, a lot worse. We we have to see how she performs at the reunion. Yeah. It depends on how much she gives. Because, like, if she just stays tight-lipped and doesn't play ball, I think she'll get fired. But if she's, like, vehemently, like, passionate and, like, claims, like, she's okay and that what she's doing is okay, I think they'll just keep doing it until, like, she gets arrested or something. So she'll be, like, or- um... Michael, Michael Darby. Like, it's like, all right, we'll oh, give yeah. the pass. Well, she's not going to be like Michael Darby because she hasn't assaulted anybody. Well, <laughs> like, I just mean in the sense of like, we, we're going to give you a pass and like keep, you know, because I mean, it's not like Ashley got fired because of Michael. Well, what they're doing is like, what she's doing is not great, but it's like not something that's like actionable in a court of law. Mm, like people yeah. can choose whether or not to go to her church. That's true. So like it could be like they'll show like the decline in her followership or maybe she'll have more followers like our former president you know what i'm saying like people might become even more fervent in their support of her so i think they'll just keep following that but i think if she doesn't keep having like it's all about having a storyline so like if she's just like stagnant next i think she'd make it to next year but if she's stagnant then they'd get rid of her yeah i mean i think she's already a little stagnant yeah, but she has the conflict with everybody else because, like, all the pop-offs and, like, calling Heather names and being like, you're weird. <laughs> That's true. Like, all of those are the reasons that she's still there. So as long as she's still interfacing with everybody and causing issues, then I think that'll work. But, yep. And then I was, I tried to watch what, I tried to watch the program entitled Watch What Happens Live because Lisa was on it, but she just kept doing this weird nervous giggle so often that I had to turn it off because I just couldn't. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that. Um, I had had to move on. (laughs) No, it was terrible. And then I watched Below Deck this week, and I know we don't usually cover it, but it was, like, kind of a, like, surprising episode. Like, not what happened surprising, but, like, the fact that they showed it and then also, like, just trying to, like, Bravo trying to unpack the situation. I don't know that they did it that well. So like on Blow Deck, there's like two black cast members this season. And the female black cast member said, was talking about something and said like this N-word. And the white girl right behind her was like blackout wasted and just repeated it behind her and was like, this N-word. And like she was just echoing what she said, but it was still like not it's not okay. And so like they get back to the they were like out at dinner and they get back to the boat and the white girl so her name's heather the white girl heather and this other guy they're like pretending to rap and they're like real ass shit you know like when people Mm -hmm. are just like they're doing a little too much yeah with the commentary and they're just trying to like trying to sound like i'm a thug motherfucker like and it's like "Mm." you know like it's very borderline like not okay so reyna the black cast member turned around was like hey, you better watch what you say because, like, you said this word earlier. And the girl was like, I did. Like, she clearly didn't remember it. But it was, like, the lack of accountability after, like, that happened. Like, she just went, she, like, looked visibly upset, like, went to her room and, like, told um, her roommate, like, hey, apparently I said this, like, and I feel really bad about it. Like, I feel weird. But she didn't go tell Raina, the person that this is offensive to. 
like, I'm really sorry I said that, blah, blah. But and I feel like if you say that drunk, like, you've said it before. Oh, yeah. Amongst your friends. Yeah. You've said it. So, yeah. And so I think what's what's the most wrong is like, and maybe it'll get addressed next week, but they didn't really hint at that yet in the previous. Like, she then needs to go to Reina and like specifically apologize to her For and sure. be like, and be like, I'm really sorry it came out of my mouth. There's no world in which that's acceptable. And like, that's it. Like, there's nothing else you can say about that. And so, like, you could just tell that it, like, visibly affected Raina and, like, she couldn't focus at work the next day because, like, you already know, like, the hidden implications of, like, if somebody's saying that, they think that's okay. So Uh they don't really understand the history of, like, that word and, like, how triggering that can be for someone who's not Black to say that word. And so she just, like, was not, had no consideration for that at all, at least that we saw on screen. And then Raina went to try and talk to her supervisor, who's also white about it. And he was just like, that's not okay. I'm glad you told me. Like, you know, we have to move on from this, basically, blah, blah. And like, you know, you still have to, you know, sometimes like you have to leave your personal stuff at, quote, home. Uh-huh, and yeah. like, they'll live together. But it's hard because it's like, okay, but this is my coworker who said this to me. And it's like something directly impacting my identity. So basically, to me, the rest of the cast looks real bad right now um reasons why i need to get into below deck yeah it's not really shocking because like obviously this is an industry that's like very predominantly white likely very racist i mean it's a classist system based on the design of what yachting is so there's already a kind of hierarchy like input on there but i'm glad they showed that because it needs to be seen like how casually somebody throws something out and thinks that it's fine um, so it's like one step forward, but also a lot of people have been saying like, it's wild that the woman who said that is still there because like a lot of people have been either edited out of the rest of the season or removed from the show completely for not necessarily less, but for different things. So like, I think a lot of, um, there was like a guy who was on Below Deck Med like two seasons ago, or you watched Below Deck Med. What's yeah. that guy's name? He, and I can't remember if he just like said racist things or misogynistic things like on his social media. So they like edited because mm-hmm. it was like, so they edited him out of like his storyline for the season. Um, So they could have done that with this girl, but I think also it's like the difference is like she did it on camera. So like you also want to see how this plays out and like how that ripple effect occurs as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people can go. grow. I think people can grow and change. I think I hate cancel culture. I think that. Oh yeah, I don't think somebody should be. I think like, there should be grace be, given, yeah, but like there should be definitely an acknowledgement, like a breaking of the fourth wall mm-hmm. at some point in the series, whether it's at the end or at the reunion, where it's like that's completely unacceptable. Like we don't support that as a network because, yeah. like, or at, even at the end of the episode, doing like the statement kind of thing, you know, like the black screen with words, yeah. like this is not like like we our job is to capture something as it's happening in real time so we're just showing you what's happening but this does not indicate any form of support right but it was just like i mean i like i felt personally like rocked by witnessing it happening do you know what i mean yeah i need to watch it 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 was really uncomfortable and like they even made sure that you noticed that moment by like stopping the music or like whatever else was going on to be like this just happened because also it gets bleeped out, so you might not be paying mm-hmm. attention, and you'll just be like, oh, they just said a curse word. But, like, they made sure everything stopped so that you would have to. And, like, she handled it really well, and, like, there's no, she, Reina, like, 
you know, didn't pop off on her. She was like, I don't want to be a stereotype, all this stuff, which is like, she has a right to react however she wants to react in that kind of moment. But it was still like, you know, it was really impactful. Like is all I can say. Like it was just, it was just like a moment to take in that I don't think we've seen on Bravo a lot. And again, as like a show where we're trying to focus on these kind of issues or like this kind of representation, it's like important that they show those moments where like the world is still like this in 2021 where it's just like mindless and like to other people who don't have to experience that daily it's secondary yeah it's and it's important to see because like i said white people and people of all different races because some people think mm-hmm. just because they are asian means that they can say it and it's like no oh can't. and los angeles people said it all the time I'm like sure. i would hear it constantly like somebody said to me like what up my and i was like whoa, 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 whoa. like i had just moved from here and i was like they're like what like i'm you know this ethnicity and i was like doesn't mean you're black yeah but then again you know the world tries to take everything from black people and not give us credit so i'm not surprised that people want to use the n-word because black people are cool i can't lie we're a little cool (laughs) um so it's beyond cornrows you know everything they just want it all oh the dinosaurs i mean the hip i mean latin you latin x (laughs) have the hips as well so yeah we uh black and latinx people we brought asses on the screen but puerto ricans are a mix of black european and native are yeah is like that's the thing is like and um when like black lives matters came up and people were like well that doesn't apply to us because they'd be like latinx people are you know african indigenous and spanish i'm like bruh stop with the lies like every single latinx person i know has like some relationship to like wanting to talk about their lineage to Uh being like a spaniard and like well my parents are from spain or like my grandpa was from spain or something like that like to add some kind of like status to them or like if you have people of different races within your family like even though you're all related like you're different shades like you see how people treat and talk about the person who's darker every Uh single time or like you witness the same misogynistic behavior in three different Latinx men, but the darkest man is always the worst one. Like it, it's literally everywhere. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, it's because that person's a bad person. It's like, no, like you're giving them less leeway than this person who's white passing mm-hmm. because you don't even realize what you're doing in your mind. Yep. People are dumb as rocks. They are. But yes, Latinx. And really... so, but yeah, we, we're, I like a lot of people like will say like we're not a monolith and that's true. It's like everybody has like a different experience and mm-hmm. like, you know, even myself, like I'm Latinx, but I'm pretty much white. And so it's just like, I would never like claim to understand the experience of like being Afro, Afro Latino. Exactly. Latina. Like I understood, I always understood like the privilege of like not just having a white father, but also like having a white mother who's Latinx, like, I did not have to always experience the same things until you would hear Spanish words come out of my mouth. And then the other case, you'd just hear me speaking English or see a picture of my family and be like, this is the default. But if you heard us speak and then it'd be like, Oh my God. Um, so like, where are you from? Or like, why are you talking in Spanish? Like, can we not know what you're saying? You know, just all the weird commentary. So it's all just like a relativity scale for sure. Anyways, um, since we're talking about my island, shall we go to go the to island? The island baby? Baby. Yes. Wow. Last episode. The transitions. Switching I can't lie. I will show you. 
I definitely um, <laughs> fell asleep almost on this episode. I took notes, but it was just very yawn. So I watched it today when I was recovering from my headache. Yay! Which is a watch fresh choice. brain. <laughs> yeah. So we have Miss Kylita walking, doing her walk of shame from her husband of 25 years. Snooze. <laughs> like that felt so put on. I was like, y'all, please, please stop. Like they they made her show up in the robe and her like outfit and her hands and stuff. And she's like, oh my God, being a floozy is not for me. I was like, you're not a floozy. You, you went, with ha- you went to be with your husband. What are you talking Shut about? Shut up. <laughs> like i love her but when she gets all corny like that i'm like bitch shut up like this is why i have to defend you to people because they're sick of this nonsense yeah while ramona's over there being fucking billy jean king and showing melissa how to hit a tennis racket hit a tennis ball wild choices so this is the last day of the trip episode seven um i guess like since they ran out of people to do events it was cynthia's turn again and i went oh no thank you and so Cynthia hosted what she called the Bailey Bowl, which apparently she had had on a previous season of Atlanta mm-hmm. in doing my Atlanta catch up. In it was like one Trump- of her first seasons. I think she has yeah. had a couple of Bailey Bowls, but. I could tell because she was like very gaunt. Like there was a lot of bones showing in her body. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like too skinny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> She oh, she's, she has a lot of happy um, weight. Um, I mean, but she said that with Mike Hill. Oh, yeah. No, I think she looks great as she is now. Like, I think she looks better. And that's thicker. what happens when you, yeah, age, you, you know, sometimes. Like, they're all in their 50s, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, I wrote, the last day of a trip is not the day to team build. Because she was like, this is going to be a team building experience. I'm like, Cynthia, that's what you should have done the first day then. Or whenever she had the Bailey cue yeah like that's the time to team build is when people are excited to like meet each other or get to know each other not when they're all ready to go home right but it turned out better than i expected so at first like she kept it so vague she was like and the winner gets a four-night stay at a suite at a resort and i was like cool that's like me saying like and then you get to eat dinner in a place like <laughs> where who's paying for it what is it and then we find out it's just like michael and his mom are gonna let them come back to the Turks and caicos without the other bitches Michael and his mom, like, they need a reality show. We need to dissect that relationship. I know. Like, because that seems weird, right? We need to just, and put his wife on it, too. We need to dissect all these relationships well, because. He, we'll, we'll discuss. He's not going to have a wife after this series. Mm-mm, nope. And he really threw it all away for Luman. So those were choices that were made. He wanted I to guess. be, um, he thought he was going to be Luann's got that power dick because she just, like, crazy dickmatizes other men it's yeah wild. um also would you rather attend the bailey bowl or the bailey q what's your event bailey bowl because the bailey q was a, a wet blanket well not here but just in general like do you oh. want to just do superlatives and medals and like talk some shit or do you want to get physical and like compete for things bailey bowl let's compete for shit even though I like a drinking and good time. Classic Libra, it'll just depend on my mood that morning. That's like, true. Because I used to be like, oh no, Bailey Q, like stop. Like, so I think I've said this a million times before, but like the way that I became friends with Amber was that we both declined to participate in the scavenger hunt at freshman orientation at college. We were like, but we don't have to do this, right? And our orientation aides were like, well, no, not really. And we're like, cool, we're going to sit on this bench and wait for everybody. <laughs> Meanwhile, our friends were like, killing themselves in august heat in august humid virginia heat like 
running around fucking cobblestones looking for we don't even know because we didn't sign up for the scavenger hunt. <laughs> we were just like, and that's how we decided we were friends because we we're like, we're not, we're not doing this right. Like, we can get to know them without doing this event. Yeah, because that was we were from there. We were like, we know what this is like. We're not going to be running around in this. Heat. You're right. It just it does it does depend. This Bailey Bowl was fun. Like it looked I like was it was a good time. At first, I was like, and maybe it's because I was in a bad mood because I wasn't feeling good. But I was like, because she said something about barrels, and I was like, they're going to be running around barrels. Mm miss me but then later when i actually saw the games they were actually kind of fun mm-hmm. like the little lollipop thing and then so they did the lollipop sucking was like one round the second round was the twerk on the pedometer which we'll get into because that there's a lot to discuss he hilarious and then the tug of wars which missed me again um i said should cynthia be judging twerking considering her history of being the worst twerker yeah um Again, I love people at all ages, but Ramona makes me nervous when she's trying to do things like twerk. And you can just see her like she moves like my 80 year old grandmother. She does. My like, until her age who, when my 80 year old grandmother who cannot get up except to go to the bathroom twice a day. That's what Ramona looks like right now. Like it was worrisome. Like yeah. I thought she was going to break a bone. Like, she may have osteoporosis. She just looks like this rugged or whatever. Real Housewives of whatever. Oh, that was how you were giving the acronym? Yeah, it's it it's really aged her because I feel like on Roni, maybe it's because, like, like it's, like, Sonia and Luann, like, you know, and they're just, like, fully dressed and, like, going around the city and drinking. Like, she well, doesn't just- seem that old. But here, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, she- God. Oh God! Yeah, she's like, elderly. All, aside from aside from Luann, like the women on Roni are really sedentary, mm-hmm. and they don't move a lot. So I think we just don't see her in like active environments, and so yeah. this is like very worrisome. And around people that look very young, you know, she she definitely like. I just looked at her body and went like, oh my gosh, she looks like an elderly person. No offense, like what I think aging, I think. We think that's okay. We think she can be representative, but it was just a shock to word. my system. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just like it caught us off guard. Yeah. It because, was, she, yeah. Because I've always said Ramona looks so good. And when people would say that, I was like, does she? Now I'm like, oh. like also, which like, aging is fine. That, there's no ages here. There's something to say for letting people just age as they are because when you're constantly trying to portray this young mm-hmm. vibe, look how foolish you look when it's time to act young yeah you know what i mean like do the sex in the city ladies thing and like let your hair gray like just keep yourself groomed like yeah. keep yourself take care of yourself but just like let yourself be because she's 65 just let yourself Actually, age you know and she still 65. looks good she still looks great you know like no ages here but it just was a shock to the system of like a reminder of how old she was compared to everyone else Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. I have a friend who's posting all these like subtext Instagram stories, like giving sad. And I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> Completely irrelevant. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, just phone a friend, y'all. <laughs> like, stop posting stories, hoping people will just like respond to your stuff. Anyway, um, also before it was her turn to twerk, I was weak watching her watch 
other people twerk because you could just tell she didn't have any idea what was going on. Yeah, no. Like she looked like the Ariana Grande calculating me <laughs> was doing it. Like she was just like, what is this? Like, like she was so lost. So, so lost. She was so lost. And then she tried and I was like, oh, Ew. no. Katie is saying she looked, looked like she was having a seizure. I screamed. Cackled. No, I screamed. When Luann was like screaming into the void, like, I was so good at twerking or whatever. She, like, she was praising herself. And like, she was standing on one end of the beach, and literally all the other women were talking to each other away from her. Like, yeah. not a soul was listening to her. And that made me laugh. And then Cynthia tried to show us yet again that she can twerk during her confessional, and her big ass was on that screen. And I said, don't ever do that again. Yeah. I love big ass, but I just didn't need that in the screen if it's not moving right. Like, let Lizzo do it. You're not Lizzo, Cynthia. Sit down. And she cannot twerk at all. I also thought that you could tell Melissa is the poorest of all of them because she was the most desperate to win this Turks and Caicos vacation. I was Kyle when I was like, can't we all afford this anyways? I was like, not Melissa. Because Kyle just stopped. She was like you and Amber with the scavenger hunt. She was like, I'm just going over here. Like, when I tell you that I am Kyle Richards in almost every way. When she had that fucking margarita and was like, I'm just going to watch. I was like, same. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not doing a tug of war. That's, I'm not going to be that girl. And oh, then, see, I feel like I would have been more of like a Kenya because I like to win. <laughs> I do too, but like not at this cost. At what cost, India? At what cost? I just like beating people. So I just would be like, eh, I'm the strongest. I dragged you bitches. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Oh. Um, Luann was the most desperate, though. She was, did you see how covered she was in sand when she yeah. got eliminated? Like, H to T, Tyra. Like, she was covered. She really wanted sand. it, too. She's like, wow, this was a great competition. And I was like, Luann, get out of here and wash your body. It's covered in grains of sand. Like, that's going to itch in the morning if you get that in your eye. Yeah. Um, I thought it was super cute when Kenya won and she gave the gift to Teresa. So cute. That was some shit. Like that pulled out my little heartstrings. I know. And I well, mean, so Teresa cried too. Teresa, like, I think I get it now. Like, cause I don't really watch Jersey. Like I haven't watched Jersey since season three when like Melissa sprung up on there. Cause it was too much. Um, oh, but like, <laughs> Okay, Joey, I get it. <laughs> good, good reference there. But like, I just, um, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why people to like Teresa. Like, she's just so like, I'm like a Ramona. I'm like, she's such an idiot. Like, she's not getting anything right. And I think it was just like, she is not the brightest bulb in the box, but she is actually really sweet and like really thoughtful and it was just like but people just wanted to come for her ass all the time and so like mm -hmm. she said she said later in the episode like she's never had fun on a single season of her show which is like actually a really dark thing to hear because every season has been shit from like bankruptcy well, as melissa her biggest fan denoted everything that's ever happened to her yeah i was like oh my gosh but like that's really sad because like she hasn't had an ally since like season one basically because like jacqueline and caroline supported her um at first and Dina of course and then Dina left and Caroline and Jacqueline turned on her after a minute 
and then no one else that's joined including her whole ass family have ever supported her i feel like dolores should i feel like out of everybody dolores has been her her biggest but then there were seasons where dolores stuck up for other people and it's like you're not i think that's like that's why she feels like that yeah oh she cried she was like it's just so different did you know that you said what Dolores was supposed to be on season one of Jersey because she's known all of them so long. Oh, wow. But she because she was like with another boyfriend or something at the time. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, she was back in there, like somewhere. Um, but yeah, I really like that she gave it to Teresa so she could celebrate with her man. I was like, I feel like that's good karma. Mm-hmm. And then um, Teresa was talking like, you know, she was confiding in everybody. And was like, I was so unhappy. Like, I'm not, I wasn't happy in a lot of my seasons. It was like just them. It was just like Teresa Khan Ramona. And then Ramona started talking about how she, oh, well, Teresa was talking about how she doesn't have her parents anymore. Like she just has um, her brother and her kids, basically. Um, she doesn't have a big family. And so then Ramona says, like, I only have my daughter and my sister, but my sister doesn't like to come to the city. And when Kyle laughed in Ramona's <laughs> face, that was a Ruby like, that was a Ruby moment for sure. Like, because it was like, oh. Like, it was just out of nowhere yeah and also just like so random and wistful and like they and like kyle didn't know anything about ramona with that so like she was just like what are you talking about <laughs> like we're talking about our dead parents and you are talking about your sister won't come to the city yeah and then like ramona talked about like, the physical abuse and she's like talked about that a bit on roni too but i guess like I, it was kind of like okay so y'all clearly don't watch each other's shows because it's like Ramona talks about this all the time. That I feel like she explained it into like so much detail about she like. She explained it more clearly and gave like concrete examples and wasn't like doing her crocodile tears while she was doing it. Like she yeah. actually, I was actually really impressed with how clearly she communicated this episode. Yeah, it made me In feel really moment, bad for her. I didn't feel bad for her really, but. The counselor I mean, and me jumped I, out. I empathized with her for sure, but. I just don't think that it justifies the way she behaves. No, but the counselor me jumped out and said, okay, I get why you are the way you are. Like, that's so, like, that's really sad. Oh, yeah. A, your mom said that you were a mistake. Then your dad doesn't show you any love. Like, and you hear him beating up your mom when you're four years old. Awful. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, it it absolutely explains her. It doesn't justify the way she chooses to be because that's a choice you make every day also. It's like how you others or let like your past affect your future. But because otherwise, like if you can't control that, that means like you have to get your mental health in order and you should go to therapy. Exactly. But so if you think you're fine, then you can't be acting like that and I can't support it. Right. So then they're all going to pack for going home and uh, Ramona called Michael William, which if you remember, William was like that. He wasn't actually hot, but like hot for Roni. He was that hot young guy that like she and Sonia were always flirting with. In the oh, yeah. Season. So when she said William, I was like, uh oh, the all timer slid. Like she was like, oh, sorry, wrong babe, wrong boy toy that you're not him. Like, I feel like Ramona gets names wrong all the time anyway. Like, she doesn't. Well, she's, she was like, well, it's two proper names. But it was just that choice of name where I was like, uh oh, she's horny. She's trying to get back <laughs> to the city so she can fuck that young man, then shit on him, as apparently she does. Or pee on him because she can't hold her bladder. Is that confirmed as well? What? I thought she just chat on them when she had sex. Do we know if she pees on them too? I don't know if she pees on them, but I'm just saying she has a loose bladder. I mean, she's older too. She needs depends. Oh. 
she peed on herself like when um during melissa's sleepover remember she like no but not that part i mean that happens to people women all the time i'm thinking of just like oh and sex in sexual situations can you pee the amount let's not get into this yeah i don't want to think about it because i almost said something else and i want to take it out of my brain (laughs) yeah i was like we're Let's let's not not let's not work blue tonight. That's that's for 2022. <laughs> As I'm telling everybody, I'm like we're deferring that to next year. Um, and then like they started doing their little confessionals um, as well, like in the moment confessionals. And Cynthia rolled up in her matching set and sunglasses to just talk about like how this isn't the week that she thought it was going to be. Like it was so depressing. It, and it then, was, but um, I think she's giving Kenya too much credit. Because she's like, now I realize that Kenya was making the other girls not like me, basically. And it's like, actually, that's not what was happening. Like, no, not at all. You were to be around. Yeah. Like, you made the girl. You made yourself. Yeah. Kenya didn't do shit. And Kenya did try to say nice things about Cynthia to people. Exactly. So it was really embarrassing on her part. I kind of, Kenya pulled a me with work the way I was at work today, she basically was like, no, can we table this conversation? Like I'm in a good mood. Like let's move on. And I kind of don't blame her because it's like, they've already talked, like they've only been together seven days and they've already talked about this like three times. How much more can you do? Like, I'm not, I'm one of those people, like if there's an issue and you want to talk about it, like we can talk about it once. And if we both say like, okay, we're good. We're not talking about it again. Like Like, what is a continued issue? Or, like, when people have to, like, talk things out, like, 73 times, I'm like, I can't. we're not moving forward in conversation, I can't do it. Like, I can't. we either need to take a step forward, or you need to let it go, and you need to move on. Exactly. Because otherwise, then I can't we shouldn't it. be friends, like, or we shouldn't be in the situation, or you should Or you're just getting on my nerves, because I thought we resolved mm-hmm. it. Like, either oh, yeah. you're going to get over it, and it's like, but either way, I don't think I did anything wrong. And I'm having a great day. Can we just talk about this another oh, time? Yeah. But I, would, I would have definitely shut it down. Cynthia's like... Today. Well, I try to talk to her, so and so. Of course, now Cynthia's like giving her the cold shoulder, and is like, "Oh, we're not really friends anymore." Like, I'm like, "Well, that's because of you, bitch." Like, you're a lot to deal with, actually. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, um, when they will will get to like when they're at that final dinner, and like Kyle's like, "I'm so glad I got to know all of you. I feel like I actually like created a bond with each one of you." Um, you could just see Cynthia's like little pursed lip smile where it's like, you don't really mean it. And I was just like, God, like be worse. Right. I hated that. But, um, Luann said to Michael, like, we'll stay in touch or something like that. Um, and I was just like, and then she like said that he DM'd her. I was like, even if she's just playing games for the camera, like, again, you won't be doing that with my husband. I know. I was like cringe the fact that oh he already dm'd me what that was gross yeah oh my god and then when she was getting ready and she started shooting the money guns i was like i need an extra lash i was like oh i know what we're doing here already i was (laughs) i was livid because i enjoyed the series so much and i tolerated luann so much and then she had to go do her fucking performing because she thinks that's what she was brought to our earth for and it was not in fact it was not um, so they go to dinner and like I said, Kyle was just saying like all the things she liked about everybody. And I was actually impressed that Ramona again, calmly pulled Kenya aside 
And at first the conversation was uncomfortable, but then they got to the meat of it. Like they said, like, we've had these similar experiences. Like we've experienced like emotional abuse from our parents because they didn't show us love the way we deserved. And so it's like affected our relationships as adults, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought that it was really nice how they came to that same place together. Yeah, for I sure. thought it was actually really clean which is rare on one of these shows. I know. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, because, again, it, I think this episode softened Ramona, you know? For the first time ever. Like, because yeah. usually people will say that about other things she's been in. I'm like, no, I don't believe this. But this was actually, like, a proper real conversation. Mm-hmm. She saved her apple for one more year. She did. She knew what she was doing. She definitely and did. Then, um, I could not when Luann said to Kyle, like they were all saying things that they liked about each other. And Luann told Kyle, I love that you love my jokes. Luann, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, ew. And then when she was getting into her glam, I just thought you are a nightmare. You are truly a nightmare walking this earth. Like, I don't care how pretty she is. She is the fucking worst. And then of course they like close out. They were all saying such nice things about each other. And then Cynthia's was like, and then I realized I didn't really have any friends. I was like, oh my God. And then she was like, Bailey out. Like she really thought she was having a moment. And I was like, yeah, please go away. So please glad go that away. you're on this show. Like what a terrible surprise. Sweat blanket. <laughs> wet, wet blanket, blanket. The wettiest of blankets. <laughs> soaked. Drenched. Soaked. Soaked. <laughs> Like when you forget to put your laundry on the rinse cycle. Yeah. That is the kind of blanket that came out. <laughs> that is Cynthia Bailey. <laughs> Dripping and drenched. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, Especially because um, we got a fabulous review via text message from our friend Danielle. And she said, I don't watch a single episode of what y'all are talking about, but I get weak listening to you guys get weak and be shady. So maybe we should have opened with that for new listeners. So if you've made it this far, now you know why people listen. Because we're because hilarious. We're funny as fuck. Because we're friends who have fun. Yeah. And we have real conversations. So just keep going, guys. Like, keep li- like we appreciate your support. <laughs> keep listening. Keep going, guys. Keep going. <laughs> Just like we're going to keep going till next year. S-O-S. Also, LOL at us thinking that we were also going to watch the fucking Housewives of the North Pole. I know. We're not I, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I don't think I'm going to. When you said <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet. Of the cameos. I was going to put John through it yesterday because I was debating like, what should I What should I put him through? Should I? Should I put him through that or this? And then he looked it up, like, I guess the movie, because he has a nerd app where it, like, has all the movie reviews. I call it his nerd app. <laughs> John, that's enough. And Just he, watch he was movie. like, who, who, he said, not Bette Midler, who's in the movie? Um, someone that he not knew. Not Bette Midler. No, it was, um, what's, what's it called? Real Housewives of the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Let me see who's in it right quick. Of the North. Which, terrible. Terrible name. <laughs> um, Betsy Brandt. He's like, Betsy Brandt is in that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that Who's is. Who's Betsy like, Brandt? I don't know. Someone, I guess, that but he John said it knows. like he knew. Yeah. And then he was like, who else is in it? He was like, he was like listing off housewives. Like, 
I don't remember which housewives, but he was just he was like, like Sonia, Melissa. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Why are you on a first name basis? I know. I was like, <laughs> I've been making you watch too much, bro. <laughs> Get a life, John. <laughs> like this is looking. This is giving pathetic. So he was like, who is this person? Like, and then he knew some people. He's like, oh, I know who this is. I'm like, okay, look at John. Just. <laughs> Snow was going on. Becoming an ambassador of Bravo with us. Pretty much. Lord Jesus help us. But yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to commit to that one this year. We'll see. I've been watching like, I'm finally like going back towards the beginning of RuPaul's Drag Race in America and like watching the classic seasons um, so that I can see the context of all the references that I also say with like no respect for the history. And then I always love the MTV challenge. So those are going to be my little comforts until I get um to see my family oh my gosh i didn't even realize you know where betsy brant is from breaking bad oh see i didn't watch that oh i did but um what am i watching i was like there was a meth lab that blew up in my hometown so like i don't need to be watching breaking bad that already oh, happened yeah we always have those happen wait what's your hometown yeah. oh yeah i'm like wait if, the real yc yeah yeah it was um, like, in the nice neighborhood too people were like oh all right I remember there was one by CNU too, like a meth lab that they found. Um, yeah. But um, what am I watching? So me and John started on season three of Secession since now it's over. <gasps> like I haven't watched ha- the finale yet, but you can tell me everything else. I've seen everything except the finale. That's oh no, we've only seen the first episode. And so um, we what watched that thoughts? yesterday. Love. So A, I'm like, why is the dad being such a, like. I, I- love him. Because I felt like on the last episode, I felt like on the last episode that he wanted, like he was manipulating Kendall to do that so that Kendall could take over. That's what it felt like because he I smiled at the camera. trying to angle for that, but I don't think that's what it was. Because he was smiling at him like and telling them, like telling Roman, Shh, like, shut up. Like, I'm trying to listen. And was like smiling at the TV, like, good boy. Like, now you have some balls. Because he was basically telling Kendall, like, you don't have the balls. Like, you don't have... Like, you're not, yeah, you're a punk. And Kendall was like, fuck you. Logan Roy from Scotland was like, you're a punk ass bitch. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so I loved it. I also I love, love Shiv. I love Shiv, but what? I think, oh, I love Shiv. India, we're on other planets. So I, I know that she's, her. I know that she's wrong. She, I think She's so out of touch though, because like, she really thinks she's doing something all the time and she's never doing like, she is such a pawn in the man's world. Like she is not making moves ever. She I think thinks that, she's making moves, but they're being made for her. Yeah, she I think on no her political, movement. like without her being like with the like with the Waco company, like her by herself, powerhouse. But for some reason around her family, she does become a pawn. And I don't like the way she treats her husband. What's her husband's name? Um, Tom. 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 When he oh, finally said, no. "I'm unhappy," on the on like the season finale of the season two. I was like, yeah. look at you having some balls. And then the first episode, she's like, I love you. He's like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Their, their dynamic is wild. I love Tom. I used to hate him, like, the first season because of the, like, social climbing energy. Um, just because, like, that's something that eeks me out personally. But he's hilarious. Um, Logan is my favorite. Kendall's also my, like, I love all the troubled folk, which is the whole cast. But, yeah. like, tops are, like, logan kendall and roman like i love roman because he's oh, just Roman's so chaotic. hilarious he's so chaotic he's the- and then him asking um what's her face i'm so bad with names um jerry like we should get married and jerry's like 
what? Eve's, yeah, I, I like, like so one the thing about Succession, and somebody pointed this out, like, in some article, like, during the first season or the second season, was, like, there is not, like, for as much commentary as there is about it, there's not, like, a lot of actual sex on the show, or, like, there's not a lot of, like, actual explorations of romantic relationships right. in sincere, like, in a sincere way. Um, and it's like, is that a commentary on like, that's just absent in their lives for real? Or is there just stuff happening off screen that like, you know how like, not to get super meta and thinking about it, but like how a lot of actors, like what they'll do is when they come to a scene, they've decided that there's a backstory that you're not seeing on mm-hmm. screen. That's like informing quote end quote informing their choices. And so like, it's like, is there all this stuff happening between Roman and Jerry that we don't see, which like you'll hear more about when you're watching the other episodes but it's first of all it's just so fucking funny every frame of like the show itself is so beautiful like you have to like physically watch it i know it's Um, so good also my next claim to fame is that uh i wrote um you know the guy who plays crescent greg the tall guy yeah i love greg he he posted like i follow him on instagram and he posted like an interview he did on Ellen and he was um he posted like a clip from something he was in when he was little and I just remember him from this like Disney Channel movie so I was like if only she had played a clip I commented because I'm always acting brand new and I was like if only she had played a clip from Minutemen the real ones know and then he replied and wrote next time (laughs) (laughs) and so I just screenshotted and sent it to my friends and I was like BRB cousin Greg and I are getting married next week (laughs) buy losers (laughs) buy your wedding dresses bitches (laughs) i will not be having a bridal party send gifts (laughs) also i've watched sex in the city and whoever wrote it needs to be oh the reboot taken away to jail immediately because i cried like a baby can you tell (laughs) you india get some taste I'd I cried like a baby. Steve Harvey for her dating advice. Then you watch the city. Is it I because, love Sex in the City. Did he die on the Peloton? Yes. No, he didn't die. Okay, so this is what happened. And I on it, I heard that the Peloton stock went down after the episode because why they would you do that? They already had to us? him in a commercial for like they already had the actor in a Peloton commercial. I think they're trying to undo the. I like the anti-Peloton rhetoric, to be honest. So, Ugh, I I, I like a Peloton. Spin. I'm a I'm a Peloton. Oh, so do you have a Peloton sticker on your laptop? No, absolutely. I don't have any. I'm not a bumper sticker person. Anywhere. There's somebody, um, again, an external person that I have to engage with at work. And when they visit and bring their, it's either their laptop or their cell phone, the Peloton stickers on it. And I'm like, really? That's your identity. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not identifying that hard with anything, but I do like the Peloton. However, so what happened was they were supposed to go to the Hamptons and Mm -hmm. charlotte is like no you have to come to lily's like recital so she like basically like just like push like pressures carrie to going so she's like all right cool so she carrie leaves the house and she's like hey big text me if you want to leave tonight i just won't go get drinks he's like all right cool he gets on the peloton there's like a not juxtaposition but like in one scene you see lily like a side by side yeah like one scene, it's like Lily playing the piano profusely, <laughs> and stupid. it's him getting I off the Peloton, the and he like feels like a pain in his arm. So you're like, oh fuck, this nigga's about to have a heart attack. <sighs> Sorry for using the N word, guys, but I'm just very passionate. I mean, um, you're black, so it's fine. 
So um, if I was out here, then we could we could stop. Yeah. So he's like his arm is and is like you know he's like hurting. I'm like he's about to have a heart attack. So then he's like texting Carrie like let's leave tonight. And then his phone falls like into the shower because he has the shower on. And so he's like, fuck. So he like tries to go reach for it. And then he's like, oh, oh. And he sits and he's like, I'm having a heart attack. And you're like, no. So then Carrie shows up at the house and she's like, big, where are you? And he's like over by the shower. She's like, oh my gosh. But she doesn't call the cop. I mean, she doesn't call 911. She just like, it's like big, no. And then I cried <laughs> like a baby. I mean, I boo-hooed, cried. I was like, why are they doing this to us? It was just so sad. Yeah, it was just really depressing. So that happened. And I can't believe they did that. They're so annoying. Like, I hate that show. I'm so sorry. Oh, I everybody. love Sex in the City. I hate the show. Hate the movies. <gasps> like, the... <gasps> I mean, please don't die on me, too. <laughs> I don't have John's number to be like, and just down. <laughs> I'll go to like the versus Atlanta Instagram and DM like India's down. Go show up like, what the fuck happened? And you'll um, still be on Zoom like. I'll be like, hey guys, she's, you know, there's a lot of time between breaths, but I think she's still with us. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and you're just passed out. I, I love um, Sex in the City. I like, it's my, it's, it's just not my thing. Like, I just don't. Like, I don't get it. I don't empathize with any of them. Like, I like sometimes, like, seeing the, like, out-of-context quotes. Like, you know, once in a while, there's just, like, a good one. I like some of the outfits. But, like, again, some people are like, you just need to watch it once you're 26 or 28 or whatever. Every time I've started it, like, I always stop around, like, somewhere in the second season. I'm like, I can't subject myself to this anymore. It just, like, wasn't for me. Um, And the movie, like, so I saw the movie first, actually, before I saw the shows. I saw the first movie when it came out in theaters. And when she's, it's her wedding day and big leaves or whatever. And she sees him and she starts smacking him with the bouquet. I for real was looking around. I thought it was a dream sequence. I didn't think it was real. I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those like, oh, she thought this is what was going to happen on her wedding day. And she wakes up and she's like, oh God, thank God. You know, like, I didn't know that was acting. They keep making like, big, I didn't like, know was drama. They kept and doing so, that. I'm like, no. And then when Charlotte, when Kristen Davis really tries to get her little Oscar with the no, I'm like, uh-uh. I gotta exit stage left no. for this clown activity. No! It's so embarrassing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love every minute. And you now, know, Sex and the City 2, the movie, wasn't that great, but... Oof, let's not get into that one. Huh, let's not know. get into the ignorance. Mm. Oh, but you know what you should watch? The College Life of Sex Girls on HBO. It's amazing. I think you'll like it. College girls. Yeah. What did I say? The college life of sex girls. (laughs) It's like people who are like, (laughs) we're a drinking team with a bowling problem. Like as if you're doing like a little joke, a little wink wink. You're like, you know, the college life of sex girls. (laughs) (laughs) Wowzers. We are losing the plot today um but yeah that show is so good i don't know if you watch it but i thoroughly enjoyed I think the we talked week. about it last week and i was like i don't know if i want to because i just like don't want to get ptsd from college but no it's so good it's hilarious um it's hilarious good i heard what else have i been watching um like, what else please have I been do watching? not clutch your arm when we just talked about this 
I, I wasn't clutching my arm. I was scratching. Okay, I was like, I can't be the last person to see you alive, India. Like, I can't <laughs> handle that responsibility. <laughs> it's a little too much for me. I think that's all I've really been watching. Like, Secession. Me and John have been watching Banshee. Um, which I was it? Rewatched Succession already because, like, I just absorbed it too quickly. But I watched it week to week. I mean, it's just so bomb. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Um, I think that's really. You're gonna have to report back when you've caught up with like all your thoughts because. Oh yeah. If you have good judgment, hopefully something will change in your purview. But we'll see. We'll probably do like one episode a night because John already has a plan of other TV shows we have to watch next year. He's like, I already have a list of things I want to watch. Like, so you oh, make yours. Yeah. You know what I watched on Friday when I was sick? I watched um, the first few episodes of Hawkeye, the Marvel series. Do you know the spinoff that they did? Are you a Marvel person? I'm guessing that's a <laughs> no. <laughs> I've only ever watched, like, so I've watched, like, I'm not a hardcore person. Like, I'm a Batman girl, TBH. But, uh, like, I've seen the group Avenger movies and then any of the, like, female-led ones. So, like, Black Widow captain marvel and i haven't I seen captain have marvel gone, i've half seen thor ragnarok but i fell asleep in the movie theater because i can do that i did um, watch um what was the show that came on marvel with the girl with the red wandavision hair? wandavision was so bomb but i knew yeah, what was so going I- on because i watched the avengers um yeah because if you watch the group ones like you mostly know but like we can know what's going on and it's like i think just nerdy people they just like know like if an object or a character appears that you and i wouldn't know you and i would be like whatever there's a person there um but hawkeye is really cute it takes place like in new york city at christmas time so it's kind of like a diehard vibe because like they're doing all the action stuff while there's all the like christmas music playing in the background mm-hmm. um and i didn't want to admit it but i like Haley steinfeld in like she's kind of like a selena gomez where like they should just be actresses not singers you know what i mean yeah because they're actually like pretty good in the acting space but when they're trying to do like the pop star triple threat thing it's like no 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 that's enough but i it's like really well paced like because i blew through the four episodes really fast it's called hot guy i'm not a hawk eye because it's Hawk. like that's jeremy oh hawkeye Hawk okay i've heard of that every time you've said said it i thought you were saying hot guy i mean because that's also my other favorite topic <laughs> or just <laughs> hot guys elevator hot guy probably what. wow we're back to it huh okay <laughs> anywho <laughs> oh man um but yeah hawk eye Ojo de Hawk, because I don't know how to say Hawk in Spanish, um, is fun. It's, like, okay. really <clears throat> well-paced. And it's, like, it's like a buddy comedy, kind of, like, with her and Jeremy Renner. Um, but it has, like, its little sentimental parts. Um, but I liked it. And it's going to be I six will... episodes. If John hasn't watched it yet, maybe I'll see if he wants to watch it. But Yeah, because I don't ever feel pressed to watch everything in, like, Marvel, because they have, like, 93,000... You know what I need to do? I have not seen one single holiday movie, so I'm trying to prioritize that. (gasps) I've seen nothing. I watched a really offensive one, (laughs) like, last weekend, too, when I was sick. Oh, I saw. Yeah, it was from 2012, because sometimes I like to watch the really old ones, because I felt like they would do, like, a little more work to make it unique, Mm -hmm. you know, because they wouldn't have as many come out. 
it was called, I think it was called a Christmas Eve wedding date, something like that. Um, but it had this girl, her name is Marla Sokolov. She was like, she would play like the villain. Oh, you'll know this reference. Remember Mia, Stephanie Tanner's friend in Full House? Yeah. So it was her. She was the lead. Her name is Marla Sokolov. And then um, Luke from the OC was the lead guy. Remember Welcome to the OC, bitch? Yeah. So, but he's actually Mm. really cute when he's not Luke from the OC. Because he's on Grey's Anatomy and he's super cute in it. When he's nice, he's cute. Anywho, I digress. Um, So they were the leads. This was 2012, so 10 years ago. Wow. And um, she plays like somebody who like lives in New York, but she hers is like the stereotype of like the city girl who goes back home, but she goes to like Southern California, like presumably something that's like Orange County. Um, and she has to like, it's like Groundhog Day where she has to wake up and experience the day over and over again until she like corrects her mistakes basically. And she goes to like her best friend's wedding on Christmas Eve and she has to like learn how to be like nice to her mom and like get back together with the ex-boyfriend from high school and like all this other shit. But there's like a bunch of like really weird fat phobic commentary, like talking about losing weight and like how you can't eat carbs. And it was just like really, Mm. it was really repetitive. And I was like, this is weird now to watch something like that because that just wouldn't happen today. So like I didn't cancel it, but also it wasn't that good. And then on top of it was like mildly offensive. So I gave it only two stars because the guy looked really hot at the end of the movie when he was making bacon for breakfast on Christmas day. That alone, a fine ass man in your kitchen. When you wake up making bacon, two stars out of five. It doesn't take a lot for Ruby. (laughs) I need to, um, the bar is low. I just haven't had time. I don't want to put John and make him suffer through a Christmas movie that he won't watch. Another good one that I don't, know if he'll like it but it's on it was on lifetime and it was from this year it was called an ice wine christmas and it has this puerto rican lady who was the lead her name is rosalind sanchez and then the male lead was black and they were like thriving working at a winery like they were like affluent people of color and they were like trying to figure out like if they need to make ice wine the traditional way like through the like weather system or if they can manipulate it through like a computerized system. So he's she's the old school way. He's the computerized way. Um, and you know, I love my wine. And then I love my people. So it was like very, uh, lots of moments. I'm so, definitely going to try to like, I'm going I'm to add one, that one to my list. Because I'm going to try to like take a breather one of these days um, this week. What's today? One Tuesday. of these days this week. It, I'm going to try to take a like breather. It's Thursday, but it's It Tuesday. does. So I'm going to I'm going to take a breather to like watch some corny movies because I haven't seen anything and it's uh, shocking. So, I mean, Princess Switch 3 starring Vanessa Hudgens. I know I can't I can't watch that. I, I'm going to watch that. And then um, there's a like mini series like I think it's like six half hour episodes. So really, it's like just one really long movie. It's like watching a Marvel movie. It was called Dash and Lily. And oh yes, super- I love that se- that series. I've seen Did you that. watch that? Yeah, I they canceled it. it. I was considering rewatching it. Well, I think it's just a one, a one and done, because oh. there's not more. To say. Yeah, they canceled it. I looked it up. Like, is this coming back again? And it is not. But like, that's definitely worth rewatching. And then yeah. I want to watch called Single All the Way. Um, oh yeah, I want to see that one too on Netflix. 
And then if you haven't seen Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart, my queen, it's on Hulu. That one's really good. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's emotional. I watched, I did my first viewing of the holiday for this year, but I had it on mute because I had people over. And I was like actually surprised that I could look away from the screen because I used to be so won over by it. But um, one of my acquaintances said that um, they don't find Jude Law attractive. And I, no, one of my friends, I was like, who said it? It was somebody I'm friends with. Was like, no, I don't really get it. And I was just like, excuse me? You don't get 2006 Jude Law, like peak Jude Law with blue eyes and glasses being Mr. Napkin head. Yeah, he's like he's attractive. So charming. But I like a batter, like, you know, I think he's so charming, but I do like a batter boy, like Charlie Hunem, oh, British and a bad boy. I could just eat him alive. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Have oh, a I saw little, Carmona. I think. <laughs> Oh, God. I think Jude Law IRL is a batter boy. I also like anybody who rides a motorcycle. No, oh. not anybody. <laughs> Let that be known <laughs> before people try to slide in. Like, I ride a motorcycle. I'm like, I didn't really That's why anybody. I love Charlie Hunnam because Sons I love, of Anarchy. I love any hot man on a motorcycle. Like, the motorcycle adds points. You know oh. what I mean? Yes. Him, Charlie Hunnam as Safety Jack first, Teller though, wear a helmet. on Sons of Anarchy oh, yeah, I never was amazing. Amazing. He was uh, sexiest af like well, he was I... supposed to be he was supposed to be the guy from 50 shades of gray but then mm-hmm. i guess he didn't do that and so he dropped out yeah i guess he didn't think it was you know like good for his reputation or his well i think brand. they just like people get worried they're gonna get typecast forever yeah. if they do a franchise and so probably the best thing that he probably a good decision because now he's in you know he wants the action adventure type of movies and that's mostly but what has he been, been in doing. anything lately mm-hmm. um all right so I know he was in, he had the King Arthur movie. He had a few, it looks like I'm looking at his Wikipedia now. I was going to say you better movies. He is in a movie called Last Looks that's in post-production that should be coming out soon. And it looks like it's a British, American British right, action thriller. Yeah. <laughs> action she is thriller. giving you status. She is letting you know when the release date is. This man is so damn handsome. He was in a movie in 2019 called The Gentleman. Did I see this movie? Probably. Um, but you know what? Franchises don't always hurt because look at my queen, Kristen Stewart. People try to come down on her with Twilight and she's about to win an Oscar for Diana or for Spencer. Like, it's her time. She's playing Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen this? I, I remember. Okay. Okay. Lady Gaga is going to win for that Italian shit. That's not happening. Stephanie's out of. Sorry, I don't know why that made that noise. Sorry, guys. I don't know what that was. Because it's annoying. Because she was like, I lived like her for a year and a half. No, you didn't. Like, you're from New York City. You ate some fucking pasta. You hung out with Dorinda, who's friends with your mom. Like, you were not living your life as the Gucci lady for a year. That's, let's not get carried away here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, people need to calm down. It's not like there's no reward for being that overly attached to the process. For that to be the result where she had like a shaky ass accent that everybody imitated. Yeah. Well, are we wrapping up? I was going to say on that positive note, um, 
so we'll guys, see if we do something yeah, on the last I mean, year. <clears throat> you guys, it's the almost the end of the year, you know. Um Ruby's gonna be gone all next week. Um I may do something, I may do a little something, but just count on us coming back to you guys in the new year. Twenty twenty two, y'all. Start you know, need a break. Yeah, we need to rest if you want us to succeed next year. Yeah, pretty much. Adios, cucarachas. As always. Oh, I was about to say. We appreciate, you know, people only know us when you tell them about us and when you like and subscribe and rate us. So please do so if you want us to continue this lovely podcast. As Lil Ken said, spread mob. No, spread love just like a real mom do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I hate myself. <laughs> and this is why white people shouldn't be allowed to quote rappers. No, I love it. Spread, spread love. love y'all. That's what a real mom do. <laughs> spread <Bye>. mob. <laughs> <laughs>